My name is Andrea Bator, and I'm from Grand Prairie, Alberta. I'm a second year student here at St. Therese, and this week I'll be giving the Gospel reflection on John 3, 14-21. This Sunday's Gospel takes place after Jesus' words to Nicodemus. Nicodemus is a Pharisee who struggles between the battle of following the law and following his heart that is after God. He is tied to the law, but ultimately wants to do God's will. John exhorts us in our struggle to embrace our faith like Nicodemus. In response to his struggle, Jesus says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. This famous verse gives us the ultimate answer because it guides us to God's heavenly plan, which is his Son. In his incarnation, the Son is lifted high on the cross so that we can run to him. In the book of Exodus, the Israelites complain about being in the wilderness, so God uses serpents to condemn their behavior. But then God tells Moses to raise the serpent as a remedy for faithless Israel, just as Christ is raised on the cross to save us. So the serpent on the staff is a foreshadowing to Christ's cross. God uses serpents as a consequence for their sin, and then he uses a serpent to save them. In the same way, death was a consequence of sin, but Christ comes and he uses death to give us life. God raises his son high so that we can see him and run to him, so that we can recognize him as Lord and Savior and in turn run to him with all our might. We go to him as sheep following their shepherd, hearing the master's voice above the white wool and following it. We as sheep gravitate towards the shepherd by stepping towards the cross. We also follow the shepherd's words in our deeds by seeking him in everything. We see the master, the shepherd, the suffering servant lifted high above the earth and we pursue him without fear. When we go to Christ, we are born anew through him who gives us life. In the passage before this gospel reading begins, Christ tells Nicodemus that no one has ascended into heaven but he who descended from heaven. Jesus is referring to his resurrection and his ascension that is only made possible through his incarnation and death, which might be called his descension. In other words, only one who has come from the divine can save the world by being raised up for all to draw near. John makes it clear that eternal life is the promise for all who draw near. We accept this eternal life by living in the truth by seeking truth in all our thoughts, words, and actions. Thus, we accept the Father's heavenly plan when we embrace truth in our lives. So what stops us from receiving this promise? John argues that it is evil deeds that pulls us away from the cross that gives us eternal life. Evil deeds are present in our lives when we reject the Son of God, who gives us the light of faith, and choose our own will over the Father's will. Lent is a time to repent of our evil ways. By repentance, our hearts are able to prepare for the promise of eternal life. And this promise of eternal life awaits us in the resurrection, which we will celebrate in three weeks' time. In that holy week, Christ will be lifted up on the cross, from the grave, and into heaven. During that time, we will be able to celebrate Christ's gift and our response of running to the shepherd's promise. But we don't have to wait for the annual celebration to receive this promise. We receive a part of this eternal life 
when we accept new life in Christ today, in this very moment. Let us examine ourselves halfway through the season of Lent. Have we allowed our hearts to be drawn to the cross lifted high? Will we accept eternal life in this season of Lent? And lastly, will we respond today to the heavenly promise? Like, share, and subscribe to us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms.